are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmerick. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be with you again. So it's the second Tuesday of the month. So we're going to talk about the Household Spending Intentions Index for September 2022. But before we get on to that, it was actually a really busy week last week in terms of economic news in Australia. Now it's I was actually on leave enjoying the delights of Tasmania, but uh, we had the RBA deliver a lift in the cash rate again, uh, but this time by a smaller 25 basis points. Now, the RBA's delivered a lot of hiking in a short period of time. Stephen, we know uh, we were one of the only banks to call a smaller rate hike. What was the main reason why the RBA decided to deliver that? Uh, yes, Belinda, that's right. It was a really busy week, and it's, you know, particularly the focus on mm. the Reserve Bank. So, you know, it was uh, you know, definitely the consensus for the RBA last week was that they would lift rates by another 50 basis points. Uh, but we, we had been uh, hearing from the RBA, if you listen closely to what they were saying, they were, they were sending the signals that they thought they uh, should or would be able to pull back the pace of the tightening to a 25 basis point move, really on the basis that They've done a lot in a very short period of time. So we have to remember now they've done 250 basis points of rate hikes since May. Mm. Um, the Reserve Bank of Australia meets every month. Most other major central banks meet every six weeks. So you know they get the opportunity to move pretty quickly. So we thought, given how much tightening they've already done, but that most of that tightening is yet to actually flow through to household budgets. So people with a, a variable rate mortgage uh, have not had to increase their mortgage repayments by the full amount of yeah. those rate hikes so far. So there's a lot of tightening coming down the pipe, so to say, so to speak. And so we thought um, the Reserve Bank could pull it back to a 25 basis point move, and that's what they did. And uh, you know that caught most of the market by surprise, but as we said, in line with our expectations. Yeah, so our head of Australian economics, Gareth Ayred, you know, had been saying uh, for quite some time that that delay that we're seeing between when mortgage interest rates are lifted after the RBA lifts the cash rate and then when mortgage repayments actually lift can be around three months. So because of the lags in the system, the RBA should really pause and assess that or or lower the pace of of tightening. So that's definitely what they did uh, in October. We're expecting another 25 basis point lift in November as well. And certainly when we look at the data for the Household Spending Intentions uh, series for September, we have to think that uh, mortgage holders would only be experiencing really those first two rate hikes by the RBA. Uh, But we did see a fall uh, in the HSI in September, didn't we, Stephen? Yes, that's right. I mean, really interestingly, the, the HSI was down a half percent in the month of September. That's the first fall in the HSI on a monthly basis since April, i.e. Uh, since the Reserve Bank started raising interest rates. So uh, they started raising interest rates in May, but um, here we are in September before we actually get the first fall on the number in the HSI. So that 
uh, certainly reinforces, as you as you said, you know what Gareth has been saying mm-hmm. very um, very consistently that you know there's big lags involved here. Uh, so now we get to September, the rate hikes are beginning to have an impact on spending as well as uh, a number of other issues. And so the HSI being down in the month of September, I think, is the first um, sign within this data uh, that the rate hike cycle is beginning to impact the household sector. And we have to remember that this measures nominal dollars spent as well. So with the inflationary pressures evident in the Australian economy with uh, headline inflation well above 6% at the moment, on a yearly basis, uh, that it does suggest that real spending would be even weaker than what we're picking up in terms of the HSI. Now, one of the biggest falls we saw in September was in the health and fitness category. That was down by 11.2% in the month. Stephen, what was happening there? Yeah, that's right. So health and fitness is, is as you said, down mm. just over 11% in the month. It was it was up in August, but the, the fall in September more than offset those um, – that gain, and there's a declines in both the number and value of spending in this sector, and also declines in the Google search searches. Uh, things like going to the doctors, dentists, uh, pharmacies, medical services, all impacting there. Um, the, the public holiday, the extra holiday for Queen Elizabeth II uh, Memorial, may have had an impact there, but um, overall, people spending less money in the month on some of those, you know, those health and medical mm. issues, which now, um, in a nutshell, it's a good thing that people are spending less money on on, um, on some of those sectors, but uh, certainly some signs of slowdown there. And one of the other big falls in the month of September was in home buying. Now, this category, for obvious reasons, has been one of the weaker segments uh, over the course of this year, and even if we compare it to a year earlier. So home buying intentions was down by 4.4% in the month. Yes, I think you know that's exactly what the Reserve Bank would be looking mm. for in terms of raising interest rates. So, uh, a slowdown in um, home loan applications, uh, both um, compared to August and certainly compared to September last year. There's actually also a slowdown or a reduction in the number of Google searches related to housing, and that's all pretty consistent with the signs on house prices as well. So. We know from the most recent CoreLogic data that house prices or de- dwelling prices, I should say, were down another 1.4% in September and they're actually now lower than this time last year. So it's the first time we've seen a, you know, an annual fall in house prices for quite some time. So it's all adding up to you know the, the rate hikes from the Reserve Bank certainly have an impact on people's intentions to buy a home uh, through their home loan applications. Yeah, you mentioned earlier that the HSI fell for the first time since April 2022. That was also the peak in national home prices and home prices are now yep. down 5.5% since then. So certainly all those indicators are moving in line with each other. Now, two other categories that we did see fall in the month of September was household services and transport. Transport was really no surprise given we did see petrol prices fall up until... Uh, late September when the excise tax was put back in full. Uh, But I also think the public holiday uh, did impact on those categories as well. And then the main increase, Stephen, similar to last month, was motor vehicles. Good to see. Yeah, so I think what's happening in the motor vehicle space is, you know, people ordered uh, new cars or other vehicles quite a number of months ago and they're now beginning to arrive Mm. in the country. Um, so we've had two months in a row now a very strong increase in motor vehicles. So it was up 
6% in September after being up uh, just over 14% in, in August. And so um, some of those you know, global supply chain problems in the motor vehicle sector now look like they're uh, improving. Uh, people's cars are being delivered, uh, including um, some electric vehicles. Mm. And so as the deliveries arrive, they have to make final payments, and that's what's uh, appearing in the data. So that's a pretty good sign of not just um, uh, increased spending on motor vehicles, but that the global supply chain uh, is improving in this sector. It is, and, and that will certainly help uh, inflationary pressures uh, going forward as well as, as that becomes more unblocked and also with higher interest rates, demand getting more back in line with the supply in the global economy. Now, entertainment was up 5.7% uh, in the month of September. This category can be quite choppy month to month, can't it? Yeah, that's right. It was up 5.7% in September, as you say, but that uh, only partly offset a 7.2% decline in August, so a little bit choppy. Uh, but it is up 28.4% compared to September last year, although we do have to remember September last year, uh, the East Coast was basically in lockdown. Um, but things like eating and drinking out and going to live theatre were quite strong in, in, um, in September. And we do have to remember, of course, September also had some school holidays in it. So perhaps uh, during the holiday period, people are out uh, about a little bit more on the entertainment front. Yeah, and I think that public holiday as well, a lot of people did take yep. advantage and, and take the, the four-day weekend, unless you're in Victoria and you got the four-day weekend anyway. Now, one other category I think that is also uh, related uh, more to school holidays as well was travel spending intentions. Uh, they were up again in September, but once again, we're just seeing that a little bit choppy in recent months as well. Yeah, so travel spending intentions up, up 3.6% in September. Uh, but that followed a 3.9% fall in August. Um, so, uh, again, as you say, a little bit a little bit of choppiness there. The timing of school holidays would have had a, um, an impact on that demand through uh, September. But interestingly, on, a, on an annual basis, it's still up 137% compared to September last year, uh, again, uh, due to the lockdown. So uh, the biggest increases over that year are things like you know, airports, cruise ships, airlines, travel agencies, bus lines, all um, in, in, uh, improving quite significantly from the period where you know, New South Wales and Victoria were in lockdown this time last year. And uh, international borders were closed, so definitely uh, people are still pretty keen to get out there and travel based yeah. on that. So by the time the next sort of data rolls around in another month, we'll see another month of the impact of higher interest rates by the Reserve Bank will be really interesting just to see how spending evolves over this next month. Uh, but Stephen, we'll catch up with you then. My pleasure. Thanks, Belinda. Now you can read Stephen Halmerich's report on the September edition of the Household Spending Intentions Index, which was published on the 11th of October 2022 on combankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intentions series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means proprietary data of the bank. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy. 